Welcome to Pushing Dirt. I'm Camilla Ranson, and this is your one-stop shop for everything real estate, whether it's buying, selling, renting, development, city planning, interior design, architecture, the history of architecture, homelessness, feng shui, real estate agents, and the odd but necessary ghost hunting. It all applies, and you don't want to miss it. Hi, welcome to the Pushing Dirt podcast, which is all about real estate. Everything about real estate, buying, selling, developing, city planning, feng shui, any kind of real estate. And today, my guest is Lucinda Clare. And um, she is an actress, but she also has, I don't want to say special powers because it it sounds crazy. (laughs) But the thing is, the reason I invited her in is that in LA, and this is a actually a service that's used more often than not, but I don't think people talk about it, is people get their houses de-ghosted, literally. I mean, we've all talked about vibes, and you walk into a house and you're like, I don't want to be here, or this feels stranger. If you haven't, trust me, it happens to a lot of people. (laughs) And um, Lucinda is is somebody a go-to and I think a little bit underground because it's not something mm-hmm. you uh you you advertise but it's something that there's weirdly not weirdly I say weirdly because I I want whoever thinks this is crazy to know <laughs> that it actually happens but it really does and it's a service and it's also as Lucinda said to me earlier like a way for people to just feel more comfortable mm. so Welcome to Lucinda Clare. Hello, hello, hello. Um, so, when did you first know that there was stuff you could do that other people, definitely I can't do it, but that you can do? Sure. Um, strange story, but mm-hmm. I was about eight years old uh, in England, which is where I'm from. And uh, there was a gardener who worked for us who was a little bit creepy. Not not sort of nowadays, time's up, icky, right. icky, creepy, right. but just a bit off. And, and um, I marched up to him one day, stared him in the eye and said, your birthday is October the 18th. And he went, <gasps> and from that point on, he stayed about 20 foot away from me. And I thought, what was that? What happened? Right. How did I know his birthday was October the 18th? And then my mother revealed to me that there's a history in our family of spiritualists and psychics and mediums. But one, I'm sure you understand this being European, but one half of my family is sort of academic. My dad mm-hmm. went to Oxford, my sister went to Oxford. And then there's this hidden sort of other right. side. But I know like you have, like from your mother, and father, they're very proper and they're yes. very English yes. and they're very, you know, so you would never no. think that. No, 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 not at all. And then and then when I was writing the book about all of this, I found a photograph. My father refers to it as the plasma Presbyterians because... <laughs> wow, I've never this, heard it. That's my favourite thing ever. Right? Okay. And this was a gathering of Victorians and they were the Glasgow Spiritualist Association and there was a floaty thing behind them that's, and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle was, the, I think, one of the heads or something. Oh, my him? Gra- yes, okay. yes. Yeah. And my grandfather, who was Jack Galloway, was there. And floating in the back was this bit of plasma. And I looked and I thought, oh, my God, there really is a history. You know, like some people are good at tennis or some people right. can run marathons. Right. Well, apparently mine is I can chat to ghosts. And I was like, oh, okay, so this isn't... He, you know, I can right. hear information, and as you know, I've like worked on police cases, and I know you were at Scotland Yard. Right? I did, I uh, yeah, yeah there I did you go. I did some stuff with Scotland Yard. Yeah. Um, but my favourite thing is actually, you know, helping people, and it, it it's not only sort of de-ghosting the houses because, as you know, there were mm. like lovely happy ghosts, right. their ancestors who yeah. appeared. I'm, I'm aware as I'm talking, I sound completely mad. Do you know what you mean? No, but also oh, like lovely, it's not a random guests. situation because I have had that. Like I have had moments where I was like, I cannot explain this, and where it was a lot of people experiencing it at the same time. Well, so you know, no, 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 exactly. And I, I mean, I remember when I was brought up, sort of back in the day, a few decades ago. Then my family lived in a castle. They lived in this castle called Chillum Castle. Trust me, everyone downgraded massively since those days. And, you know, you sort of end up in the stables kind of thing. But back in the day, (laughs) back in the day, when we were in the castle, um, (laughs) 
there, a ghost was completely common. There was a lovely lady who used to sort of walk in and out of the drawing room and people would raise their glasses. So I was actually brought up to not be afraid of ghosts. They were seen as friendly things. Right. And then you get to Hollywood or you see all uh. those movies and you go, oh, oh, so ghosts are bad things. And then you go into houses and feel the presence of right. somebody who's died there or, oh God, so, you know, I, I did... Um, there was a house where uh, several people had died of drug overdoses. And wow. they, they, the owner, wanted to find out were there spiritual practices that you could do so that those souls would be at rest and weren't disturbing or, mm. you know, roaming, roaming it was, around it that was, house. Because it was upsetting him in certain ways, the owner? Her, yes. Uh, yeah. It was... Um, I think what was interesting is that she, funnily enough, was an ex-heroin addict who oh. had been sober for many, many years. Mm. And so I think it activated something in her to think, oh, my God, is that door going to open somehow right. for me? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Am I, yeah. going, am I going to go down that? And her methodology, I think, like many people who come to see me, which I don't mind, by the way, she wanted somebody to affirm her own intuition. Right. So she said, if I do a lot of chanting, if I do a lot of, will this uh -huh. help? And I said, uh -huh. yes, and we uh -huh. could. Right. And I'm, I'm going to, when I first trained as a psychic, this, this links to this story. Mm. So it started off with simple things like, I mean, I say simple things, but like, I'm going to hide an object. Where is it? Right. And the first time I sat in a circle to try to do that, I, I just remember thinking, if I listen to how many footsteps she's going to take, I'm going to guess she's hidden it behind right. the thing, you know. Right. And then, and then, oh, she's this kind of woman, so she's probably hiding some china tea or, you know, my yeah. intellect. I was all yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then I completely relaxed, took some really, really deep breaths, and I heard red wood plant. And people, and then, you know, awful moment, go around the circle. And, and it's very like math. You, you can't right. be half right. You're like, right. have you got it or have <laughs> yes. you not got it? It's you know? like being pregnant. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, I peeped up with redwood plant, a very sort of quiet English embarrassed manner. Mm -hmm. And she went over and picked up this plant and underneath it was a bit of redwood and underneath it was the object. And honestly, Camilla, I, 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 I mean, do you know there are moments probably perhaps like when you fall in love, I'm doing positive and minus, when you hear somebody you really love has died, when your whole world view just... Yeah. When we yeah. saw Trump was ahead in the, in the thing, things were I mean, different. yes, yeah. yes, you 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 go into a terrible kind of shock. Yeah. And so I knew, okay, if I have this whatever it is mm. gift, then I need to train it because else I'm going to be freaked out by it. Right. So a few lessons on was how do you deal with souls that are floating around that haven't passed you know, that haven't passed on. And again, I thought, oh, God, is this all real? Or, you know, is this a load of nonsense? But I walked into the room and there was, I don't know if you ever experienced this, there was a smell in mm. the room. And, yes. right, and, and it, it was it, it was from another time. Yeah. And at the same, what was interesting is at the same time I was trying to do this session, I kept hearing these random names like, Robert Mitch, I'm not Robert Mitchell, but it was something like that. Robert, I'm trying to actually disguise who it was. So when I don't say who it was, I'm like, blah, blah, blah. anyway, I kept hearing these names. And meanwhile, I'm feeling this presence. And he was a fighter pilot, I think, from World War One, And we traced it back afterwards to find he died in flames. And wow. you could feel his soul was not at rest. And so right. my teacher, Angela, taught me you basically are, you're almost you're you're showing them the way you're saying right. here's the light and here's where you're stuck on earth still doing earthly business yeah i later found out those names that were popping in were names of someone people who'd been calling in on the answer machine to try to get readings how bizarre oh. is that so it's sort of as if you're opening a door right um and, I mean, and I you don't know which guest is going to show up that's exactly it which is why that's Good segue, which is why you need to protect yourself when you're doing readings. Right. You need to have protective, you know, practices, whatever they are. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm definitely pantheistic. I don't mind if you're Muslim, Hindu, right, whatever, Jewish, Catholic, yeah. Nichiren, Buddhist. It's all great if you have something that, you know, opens your heart and so forth. And I think houses in a strange way are like, they're like people, aren't they? They are. And they sometimes pick you. 
that's you know yeah, you're like no, I was oh why am I here again <laughs> no no but no no completely yeah and so when you go into a house to help if someone can't sell it or mm. they're thinking of buying it but it feels kind of creepy or one of these sort of issues you often have to work out what is coming from the house and I, and what is coming from the people that are living in it right I mean, a bit like, what's that film with the girl with her head spins around? I can't watch horror films because oh, the they freak me out. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's that. Yeah. It's, it's you know, where right. is where is the inverted commas negative energy right. coming from? And sometimes yeah. there is no inverted commas. Sometimes right. it's just... It's very shit. negative. Yes, yes, this is <laughs> yeah. creepy and evil and terrifying. Yeah. The house I grew up in had an incredibly sad energy. Do you know why? Or? I, You know what? Later on, um, everyone, because it was bought through a company that my... Dad worked for at one point. He, when he, you were the CEO, mm-hmm. you got you moved into this into his house, and this was incredibly old, sure. like just vintage stuff that you don't do anymore. But um, we moved into that house, and we ended up buying the house from the company. And um, but but in there was a very sad, uh, and it was also always when I was in the the house, and it was also very much when I became a teenager. It just amped up and the we know the the people who lived there before because they were very good friends okay and their daughter wow. ended up like having horrible horrible drug problems and Mad and jumped died. you know and the woman but there's a there's also a book that i was reading and then they started talking about the women the girls in that house and then one of the girls before because they can track the house you know of course one of the girls before used to ride around the the garden like naked on a horse. I mean, it was it. So there wow. was something with the very disturbed daughters. And, Coming you know, to I had, that like, I had a rough, house. I had a rough teenagehood, you know. Sure. So there was something and it was like locking doors from the inside. You know, if the dog needed to go out, the front door would just open. You know, it's we would weird, not be up stuff. yet. And and we would see shadows. And we if we sat in the living room, we would just hear people talk in the kitchen and walk around. The only one my dad was like, nope. No, it isn't. Nope. And then he'd be like, can you just close the door? And we're like, <laughs> wow. So so there was this, not like we believe in it, but a complete acceptance right. of when and right. this happens. Yeah. When yeah. I did that house um, near uh, Runyon Canyon, where the guy was going through the divorce, the one I wrote about in right. the book, that that's what's so odd, isn't it? Is when the inhabitants in it just accept what is crazy right. to us as normal. <laughs> yes. I mean, I walked in and it was just before six and the doorbell went and I went, oh, sorry, is that someone who's coming? He said, mm. oh, no, always rings at six. So I said, oh, oh, who's coming round? Is it the masseurs or is right. it yeah. the tennis coach? Or, yeah. you know, who is it? Oh, no, 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 it's no one. That This is just the beginning of the activity. Of course, I looked out the window and there was nobody there. Uh-huh. It, was that the one that your agent set you? No, that, that was, was another one. one. Yes. No, 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 okay. no, no. Yeah, yeah. No. Actually, no, it was. That was the one that the lit agent said, can you please do a really creepy uh, ghost house for the yeah, book? Because I want to make like... it very clear that um, Lucinda is a great writer and a great, great oh, actress. And it's her... Not, she does not have a ghost agent. She does not have a psychic agent. <laughs> These true. are her actual people in the suits. <laughs> this that, is her life. That, this is... Tell her and go, okay, it's we got the, the acting job. But you also have to go and decode that. This is this is LA in a nutshell, and this is also why I wanted to do this because there are much more. There are lots of people who are looking for this who don't quite know how to get rid of that smell. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and so uh, so go on because I love this story that divorce and the well, yeah. yeah, I mean, listen, it was uh, honestly I was sort of terrified because I'd heard all these stories about this house and how creepy it was and so forth. So I was taking a shower in my house before, a few hours before. And, um, oh, God, I remember the, the, you know, the glass wall of the shower steamed up and handwriting appeared on the glass. And I seem to remember that the name was Maria. And Mm. I thought, okay, we're giving a little bit of information. And when I get there... I discover, and I can't remember all the details now, but I discover, I think it was something to do with the man who was in the house's divorce was something to do with Maria and everything sort of all synced up. But more interestingly than that, 
I walked in and this is a house where people with, you know, ghost busty mm. type things right. have, have gone in. <laughs> yeah. And I had my friend who was a real estate agent, actually, uh-huh. Will, who came in with me because I was told by my psychic teacher, you have to take someone very grounded who doesn't uh-huh. even necessarily believe in all this right. stuff. Yes. So they're the grounding world. Uh-huh. You can be loopy loo out yeah. chatting to the ghosts. They're going to be grounded. Yeah. So he came in. The problem was is he was so thrown by everything. <laughs> it was like both of us were to the degree that when I was walking, I was walking up the stairs and apparently there's a, I think they're called, what are they called, succubuses or something like this. It's it's a type of ghost. Right. And I had the experience of it before I intellectually knew what it was, right. which to me is always powerful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, oh, there's a ghost who does this, let me look. No, this was. What, what do they do? Because I've heard the term. They pull your hair. They, they, they're, they're sort of sexy. Oh, they're like sexy, weird energies, very seductive energy. And I I mean, it was totally freaky. I walked up the stairs and I felt my hair. Be, I mean, wow. you could see, you could see my hair kind of going out at the back. And then I got to a part of the landing and I sort of fleetingly saw a ghosty black dog run across. And then I wandered into another room and I was, I was overcome with just grief, actually. And apparently right. that was where... The son of the house, Ozzy and Harriet. Ozzie it was there. I know. We're, right? We're it was, both foreigners. We we're both yeah. foreigners. And so we know that these are very important people yes, on the cultural important. landscape. Yeah. Yes. And we're very sorry that we don't know yeah. who they are. But um, I think their son or something had died in a plane crash. All I knew is that mm. I went into that room and felt <gasps> grief. Just, right. you know. Over... I know where that house is. That's interesting. Right? Yeah. yeah. But when we walked out, this is, this is Will. Yeah. We walked out and I turned back. And you know when you've had an experience that's so extraordinarily strange, right. you think, maybe that didn't happen. Maybe I just didn't right. feel my hair being pulled. Yeah. Maybe I didn't know the sun. Maybe, maybe, uh-huh. maybe Maria's not really the good. You right. know, you're just trying to dismiss uh-huh. it because it's too much. And we looked up. There were these two big lights outside the house. Mm. And uh, I was very naughty. I wouldn't do Ouija boards when I was a kid because I was way too right. frightened. Yeah. And I sort of went into Ouija, but like I, my missed teenage opportunities. So right. I, I looked at the lights and I went, if there are ghosts there, please flash the lights three times. And Will was standing next to me and the lights, I was recording it and all you hear is, and the lights go flash, flash, flash. And then I think to myself, oh, perhaps this could be a fortune telling moment. <laughs> you know, the fortune teller gets to have a fortune tell. Yeah. And I, I felt like a moth wandering towards the light saying, tell me if, and Will, I th- I don't know, I remember if he threw up, but he just grabbed <laughs> me by the shoulder and said, we've got to go now. Because right. it was such a clear indication yeah. that there was an energy yeah. that was interacting with us. Right. You know, and my and my ludicrous thing was, so let's go towards it. And his was, no, this is the part in the ghost story where they don't go into the house. Right, they don't go, remember, we don't go into yes. the house. So the house itself had like a darker... Yeah and, yeah, and my question, which frankly is still unanswered, is how much was the very distraught man who was in the middle of a divorce who was staying there as a favour... Oh, <laughs> yes, he wanted to stay in a big house. Oh, it's haunted. Never mind. Yeah, never mind. I've got a pool. The ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I wondered how much his traumatized energy was contributing right. to that. Like yeah. the story I told you earlier about the Alfonso moment. Yes, but that was another moment like you got from your your acting agent I, I did yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. He called me and said, <laughs> "I have a friend. She's going through a lot at the moment and her house is haunted." Can you go and de-haunt it? And I'm, I'm all... A, like, what I, about my reading for Scorsese? Well, well we'll talk about that later. That's <laughs> yes, not so exactly. important. Do yes. this and then we'll give you that. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that house I went to and um, I just walked... I walked... Listen, I'm gulping with fear when I think about <laughs> it. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> but no, I, I, I walked in and I was very terrified because I don't know what it was. It was just a, a deeply peculiar atmosphere. And this wasn't flashing lights or this is things that you and I will for any of us will feel when you just walk into a room and go ooh something's wrong mm, yeah what what is this i can't get it she was convinced that it was a ghost of a dead person and etc mm. etc and so i sat <laughs> in the garden and i did my little tuning in and meditated and prayed and etc and I thought, oh, gosh, this is a real bummer. I'm just getting this name, Alfonso. That's not very helpful. You know, what's this? And I said to her, Alfonso, and she looked at me as if I was a lunatic and should be, you know, sent back right. to the loony bin. Uh-huh. 
And uh, I said, I'm sorry. And then I noticed there was this sort of girl skulking behind the trees. And she came forward and the owner of the house said, oh, this is my friend who's staying here. And um, the girl came forward and said, Alfonso is my brother. And I simultaneously thought, oh, good, I've got something right. And also pay attention. You're supposed to be being helpful here. (laughs) And so I looked and said, "Okay." And she said, the thing is, is he is in and out of mental hospitals. He's having a very bad psychotic episode at the moment. And I have these nightmares about him where I dream he's in the house. And the owner of the house looked at her and said, what time do you have these nightmares? And she said, well, I go to bed around 11. So, you know, through the night, 11 on. Of course, that was when all the activity was going on. Oh, wow. So somehow it was linked to her disturbed state of mind that was creating disturbances in the house. And in that case... Oh, so she, she, it was her disturbances or she sort of opened a portal? <laughs> I don't... Yeah. You see, Camilla, I don't know. I wish right. I knew. Possibly both. Right. I think both are true. I think that's true that like if a, you know, if a non-entity or ghost um, finds something in another, you know, they get very excited. You know, I was Mm. in a, like we were three girls and we were having a lot of fun and suddenly there was a, you know, and the ghost was somebody who had lived there who had died very young but just remembers the parties and also the time when we saw her, it wasn't scary. You know, it was just, she didn't you move see, some stuff that I wasn't pleased <laughs> Did you, I'm just curious, do you see, did you see her face or images or feel her or lights or I, smells? I felt her and she was, it was often like in my room, in my area. Wow. And she was standing always like with her side to me, but smiling as if she's somewhere having a great time. Oh. And once she was dressed like in a little girly stuff, like, like really cute and with a little like flowery dress and everything. And this... The second time she was dressed as a little tramp. Oh, yeah. wow. And then we, we did have the girl who lived there had a psychic friend who came in. And, and she's like, uh, because the lights would go up and down in my mm-hmm, bedroom. And mm-hmm. she's like, do you have stomach aches? And and I go all the time. You know, I would have them all oh, the no, time. I remember that. And I would have a feeling and I have a stomach ache. And she goes, she has them as well. That's why she's here with you. And it turned out that um, she died of kidney failure. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I found out who it was. Um, but I don't want to start talking about who it was because no, sure. everybody has a, a famous yes. ghost, you know. Uh, but it was, and I don't know if it was particularly this woman because on this particular street, there were quite a few, like, movie stars who had died. Like, there was yep. a lot of people who had moved there um, when the when the talkies came and they just they couldn't have... Like big movie stars who just didn't have a career when they started talking, you know. Yes. So, so there was this energy on the street of like something just peculiar, like strange going on. Is this is this where we both lived when we were close to each other, Beechwood or before? This was before. Before. This, yeah, this was the Hollywood Flats. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and and it was an old house. You know, it was one of the first houses in the area, and so there was this thing of like the minute we were three, and I know that sounds like charmed or something you know yes but yes. there was this thing of like it got very heightened and we were three very i don't think that my my ex-roommates will disagree with me very dramatic yes <laughs> people. yes so there was just an, and we always had these big parties at the house but they were never gross they were always just mm. very light and fun but they were enormous mm-hmm. you know so there was definitely that but there were a couple of times where we like very strange things happened where we left the house. Like it was at night, and you know we were like, we're just gonna go out and have a drink. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Of so, course. Um, but um, because but I, because yeah. where we ended up, both of us living. I mean, almost two streets away from each other on 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 Beechwood. Yeah. I don't know if we've ever talked about this. There was a famous haunted house up on the hill, and and I mean bizarre things happened. Like something manifested in the fireplace, and that's why. There was, um, you, you know, that little Vedanta church. Yeah, Christopher yeah. Isherwood lived there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christopher Isherwood was around there all the time of Aldous Huxley and the kind of intellectual oh mystic. And that yeah. is where we lived. We lived in that right. area where yeah. that was being talked about, thought yeah. about. And the little Vedanta church has been there for years. Yeah. Which supposedly sends out a beam of goodwill and yeah. happiness to kind of, you know, tap, temper 
Is it temper or temper? I'm so Tem- tired from having been up listening to the or... election. Temper, temper. We're tempering with votes and tempering. <laughs> yeah. is, yes, yes exactly. we're very confused. And, yeah. Oh, God. I know. Um, but I think the, I also always wonder with Beechwood because it's such an intense area because there's so many people, especially L.A., like, there is an activity because so many people yeah. come here with so many dreams, dreams. so intense and not a lot, you know, they're usually coming like with a push in them mm. that's not always from a good place True. or, you know, so it's, and there's so many of them and there are a lot of people who, you know, things don't work out for, we're in a, no, we're in a town like that and, you know, Peg Endwistle was one of like the famous one who jumped from. No, I who is that? I don't know. She's. Um, I think it was like in nineteen twenty-five. From the letters she on the hill. From the yeah. Yes. She walked up Beechwood. She lived in a house on Beach. It's still there, you know. Wow. And then she walked up, and so there is this energy of like even at night, um, which is sort of a great energy because you feel like you're mm. sort of wrapped up by it. Like if you're alone at night in Beechwood, it it's never beautiful. feels scary. I know because it smells really good, and there's but there's this energy of like. There are people around you. Like yes. it's the air is thick with it, yes, you know? It's true. And and I don't maybe I'm just, you know, whatever out there, but but there is this thing, and you can't deny that in LA that there is like a heartache mixed with yes. a love story. That's beautiful, you know? it's true. It's it's just a strange city that way. Do you, know? you find, by the way, there's a completely different atmosphere over on the east side than over on the west side? I feel like the east side, um, yeah, I feel like the east side is very much is still in the old L.A. Mm. You know, it's very sort of, even though a lot of it gets trendy and everything, there's definitely that. But I also think true, like people east who have lived on that, east siders for a yeah. long time, have lived with gangs. They've lived with, like, yeah. trying to keep their kids up, walking their kids to school, waiting yeah. outside the school, trying not to have them in gangs, you know, mm. like so many things. So there's more going on of actual we can't go back to this you know rather than you know some ghosty yes you know yes, yes, like yes. so i feel like that there's there's more of and that i don't think people like me necessarily think about but i think there are people who've lived there and there are no gangs like you know there are sure. obviously probably gangs somewhere else in la yes. but but in in those places but they still have that in them you know of like we can't have that and and um, and to me, that's an interesting. That's that's kind of like a ghost, you know. No, like, no you know? that's very interesting. It's like the shadow of violence, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because I I remember when I first went down to Venice when it was just becoming ooh yippee you yah yeah. and Abbot Kinney <laughs> was you know yeah. the best yeah. street in the world, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But I would walk along and feel um, terrified. And then when I went into the jails to do work with the mm-hmm. pri- as an actor mm-hmm. although of course I ended up doing psychic readings because people yes. wanted to yeah. know yeah. when they were going to get out would they ever see their children again and that actually this is a slightly aside but that was that was really extraordinary Camilla because there were times where you're you know this you're working in Hollywood and you think am I really being of service is this really helping etc right. etc et this was a time where I was like okay this is useful I'm going into the jails yeah. we're teaching people Shakespeare yeah their lives changed. Some of them left and became actors, etc. when they were released, you know. But but what was extraordinary, talking about shadow of violence in places, is we were working with um, gang members. So mm. we were doing all the Shakespeare yeah. and the... we. And by the way, when I said it, I don't mean we were waltzing in as actors and doing right. Shakespeare for them. Mm. I mean, we were teaching them Shakespeare. They then did the play and we were oh, all wow. a part of it. And they wrote sonnets and everything. Oh, it was really extraordinary. Yeah. But two or three of them found out I was psychic and see, there's a little library and I kind of, I shouldn't really be saying this, but, but no one from the jail is probably listening. Well, jails yeah. are, on, honestly, and I mean this in the most serious of ways, uh, jails are real estate too. And there's a whole thing of well, why. Well, yeah, good point. So, very, so, very yeah. good point. Yes. But I, I remember I read for three um, ex-gang members. Oh, God. And what was extraordinary is as soon as they stood in front of me. This was true for all three of them, mm-hmm. actually. All I could see was a spray of red blood and them aged under 10. And in all three cases, their dad had been murdered in front of them and the blood had gone all over them. Ay, 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 ay. And so that lives in our streets. I mean, those... Yeah, it does. It, it lives in our it streets. Does. I mean, like, we have areas of 
of a t- our town that are now oh super trendy and fun. That's like, right. Like Frogtown, that that's a ba- that's a gang. You know, I, d- I didn't know Frogtown. that. Oh, I'm but, guilty of that. I was walking well, around Frogtown, going, oh, lovely bike path. Yeah, and I'd it like is to get quite lovely. Again. I'm like, is it because it's by the river and it has frogs? Yes. It's like, no, lady. Uh, <laughs> you know, and so, and it's also why, like, there's so much. There is a lot of hurt in LA, it's like from people yeah. acting and everything, but also from the problems we've had with redlining. God, yeah. And it was just so something I want somebody to come in and talk to me about. You know, but. Um, there's been so much hurt and pain in this, but if I just separating people and, you know, so I think there's just such extra energy, even no, if it's not a ghost, there's just energy that, you know, sometimes I'm like, am I haunting myself? <laughs> you know, no, like no, from no, a no, future, but... do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's definitely, it's there. No, and I also think, I mean, I think there's a narrative to it. I yeah. think... People come, their dreams are broken, they get disappointed. They, I and mean, I'm talking about people who I've met, people who I've done readings for, people who you and I have met in yeah. restaurants or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, oh God, I've, I mean, I've helped people whose kids have been kidnapped because the divorces and the thing, and then, and then they've gone across the border. And, wow. I mean, I don't know if you're kept awake by, I'm sure you are, but the kids in cages. I mean, there's yep. a lawyer who's a mum at our school mm. who's doing, you know, all of that work. Wow. And I want to look at the photographs and just go, okay, let's try looking here in Mexico. I yeah. never told you that. I ended up in, in I went for Christmas to get away from it all. Right. And I was in a house. You went to Mexico? The, yeah, yeah. This is, this is you know, to, to, you probably, you might have heard about this. It was two, three years ago. It was a little town called um, Tepotzalan. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I suddenly heard all of these helicopters whirring around and this, and I thought, oh, God, no. I've come to escape working on police cases and doing all of this, and I'm right, right in the middle of one. Yeah. And there was a young American boy who had gone missing. And I went into the local bookstore, which was English, in into Potsalan. Mm. And, you know, they do what they do when the police work with psychics. I always sort of do it slightly secretly. Because, mm. like, you feel like you're going to be dismissed. But when yeah. people are that desperate, they don't care. Right. And I walked in and I saw a map. And I was so I'm talking about this because I'm I'm haunted by the parents and the kids who are separated yeah. in Mexico. Yeah, I am. And this, yeah. and this was a similar thing. I yeah. I kept hearing this helicopter. And we were all supposed to be, you know, celebrating Christmas. I'm like, something's going on. What is it? So I go into this bookstore and there's a map, and um, I remember looking at the map. And I'm terrible at geography. But I remember looking at the map, and so I thought, well, I'm not going to get anything by looking at this. And I heard and I heard Eagle Peak or Eagle. I heard Eagle actually, mm. not Eagle Peak, and. Um, Oh, this this boy was a lovely young yogi. I, I'm sadly ended up dead, but then then they wanted wow. to find his body. Yeah, and I I said I'm sorry. It was a bit like the red plant thing again. Yeah. I went I'm sorry. I only got eagle, and I thought uh-huh. maybe this is some shamanic symbol because yeah. you don't know what you're hearing and right. how it can right. be helpful. Yeah, and um, he was found down this crevice in Eagle Peak. So the only Sometimes the happiest of the sad story is just that the parent, you know, gets to grieve over the body of their yeah. child or something yeah. like that. And I don't know how I've gone off on what because I'm because I think we're just talking about violence in our city, aren't yeah. we? And homelessness and especially recently. Yeah, and it's something that needs to talking about because the way that the city a lot of time have dealt with homelessness is almost like ghosts. Like we don't Yeah. Like there's no way and and it's something that I keep thinking there has there has to be a solution I know there has to be a solution you know no and and it does and I I mean I'm aware that it has to be a civic one and yeah. at the same time I you know when I teach my mystic boot camp thing mm. um there is a I get everyone it's called sandwich sadhana and for 40 days in a row they make a sandwich for somebody mm. homeless and give it out. And I say this understanding it's important to have soup kitchens, understanding mm. charity is important. But meanwhile, right. <laughs> meanwhile, if we can do this, yeah. then, you know, we can do that. And it's, it's extraordinary to see sort of people who've, who've come to learn how to be psychic. Right. And I always want to go, why do you want to be psychic? Because right. you think it's cool? Because you think yeah. it's fun? It isn't. It, it's a massive responsibility. Right. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah. If, why do you want to be an ER kind of doctor? I mean, right. do you really want to do this thing? Right. Because there will be trauma. Yeah. There will be fun. It will be fabulous. You yeah. will really help people. But, yeah. you know, it's intense. But what's so interesting is is seeing people change their attitudes to homeless people because normally they're right. avoiding them. Yeah. You're right. They're ghosts. They're hidden. They some they walk around like, you know, we, we deal with them in a way that 
I acknowledge, I look like people in the eye and, and then I'm like, you know, like, even if I said, come and live in my shower and everything, I wouldn't even be able to do anything. And I think it is a civic duty to, to do this. And I think that's why, like, we relegated living people to ghosts and zombies. Mm -hmm. That. That is a crime in itself. It's corruption, you know? isn't it? Yeah, yeah no, it is. It's, yeah. If evil is the absence yeah. of good, yeah. that is it walking around yeah. our city, yeah. pointing at us. And it's got, I don't know about you, but it's for sure in Los Feliz, worse and worse. I mean, I think that's it's... why I'm going to totally massacre her name, but the one who I voted for, Nitaya, you know, the wonderful woman who's doing all these things for homelessness and all of that. We we just need a solution, you know. there. So, um, but this is so like that's why I love that we can talk about that as well. Well, because funnily enough, that and also the the link is these ghosts that are living in other people's uh-huh. homes. Yeah, they are homeless, and they yeah. need to go back to spirit, go back right. to the light, because yeah. this house sharing isn't working. <laughs> yeah, I used to always say that to to like the ghosts. I'm like, well, she's not paying rent, like as a joke, you know. But like, it's, kind it's of true because true there's a lot of energy taken up and um so i think that what is what is the one that has baffled you most by going in to a house and and has it been people who are like told by a realtor to do it or did they want to do it or if there's you i know? think i i think the one was was my friend's house just sort mm. of beyond malibu mm. and you and i are both dog lovers and have had many dogs yes. and and my friend had called me and said, we don't understand, but we think there's something going on on this land. And it's not a chemical thing. It's not that the dogs are allergic or, you know, mm-hmm. they they tested all of the grounded practical things that you would do to test. Right. But our dogs keep dying very young and we don't understand what's happening. And it, this particular couple, he in particular, he's a vegan and doesn't have kids and Really, his dogs are his children. I mean, mm. and I don't mean that in a creepy way. I mean, he loves them. He's beautiful. He's extraordinary. He photographs animals. He's, he's just mm. a great animal advocate. But his heart was broken by this. Right. And I came up onto the land. And it's funny how life works sometimes because you think, oh, I'm going to be spiritual and I'll have the right. solution. And I brought my husband with me who, as you know... <laughs> particularly into all of this which is partly why I love him I mean he's a left-wing political filmmaker and he I mean he loves what he thinks is being of service and he likes when he sees people leaving the house looking happier because mm-hmm. that's real to him but yeah. the rest is like well, I don't know what's going on <laughs> so we go up to this house and he says I know this house and I go do you I said well we're miles away we've never been mm-hmm. up here be- together before we've been married 25 years he said no, no no I I know this house of old and then he goes he looks a bit strange and I go oh you mean sort of 1970s? He says, yep, 1970s, parties. And I said, a.k.a. orgies. And he said, well, you know, yeah. parties. <laughs> I said, okay. And then he named some famous movie star who who'd owned the house. And when we got there, we, you know, corroborated with our friend. He said, yes, it was so-and-so's house. Mm-hmm. And then I had to do my thing of, you know, walking around the land and feeling this and feeling that. And I remember there was a well, actually, that was sort of, I mean, wells, you think, I don't know, I think magical wishing well or, but you also think, oh, Christ, someone's stuck down the bottom of it. I mean, right. it's got a very polarised thing, a well, yeah. hasn't yes, it? So it really does. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I walk over, over to the well and feel sick as a dog. I mean, so sick when I almost throw up. And then I go, oh, maybe that's because somebody near that well was so sick they were almost throwing up. What is this? What is this? And I'm not a big, I mean, I actually hate drugs because I'm a control freak and I'm so out there most of the time. I don't want anything to make right. me more out there. Yeah. But I had the sensation of that, of just sort of, of drugs and uh-huh. feeling dizzy and whatever. And and then I heard a name and I turned to my friend and said, oh, I'm hearing this name. Does this mean anything? And what's so funny is, do you know how when you cheat on your hairdresser, yes. you're kind of like, nah. and yeah. they're looking and, you know, you were corn yellow and now you're yeah. bright red. Yeah. And you're just, I just had it. They're like, you went to someone else. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> well, similarly, he had that look on his face. He said, well, I did call someone else. And I said, right. okay, sure. And and he said, but before I tell you, you know, it's like that thing of which mm. way is the loo? If you right. don't know, then you're not psychic. And he right. said, before I tell you, <laughs> you know, well, he doesn't speak that much at all, actually, but he speaks far. Uh-huh. Anyway, don't get distracted, Lucinda. But he, I've totally got the hell I'm talking about, Camilla. Where was I? 
I need more coffee. We were in a well. We oh, were oh, in a well. Oh, yes, yes, we were. We were lost. We were lost <laughs> yeah. in an unwell well. He said, um, I'm not going to tell you the name until you tell me the name that you heard. So I said the name, which I seem to remember had three A's in it. And I think it was Anastasia. And he, he almost threw up then. He said, it's the same name as the other medium said. And we traced it back wow. to the death, a, a horrific death at one of these parties that had been covered up. And it was a whole, I'm obviously not using the real name, you right. know, sort of drug thing. How did that relate to the dogs dying? I don't know. I'm right. completely puzzled by that. Do I know that after after we'd smudged and, you know, said prayers and did things and and actually also calmed our friend down enough and, and also said, have you done every single other thing you can do? Tested the water, da, da, da. Mm. Now the dogs are living lovely long lives. But I'm puzzled. I don't get the connection. Right. I don't. Does that make sense? That I mean, we sense. know that animals... We know animals take things on. They feel things. I mean, sometimes my dog will just stare at something and just bark. And I'm like, oh, right. I'm fine with the fact that you can see something that I can't. But stop yeah. barking. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know I mean, I'm cool with the fact that you're really mad at this chair leg. Yes. But, you know. Do you know, so- I, had, I had an executive come in the other day for a reading. And mm-hmm. Luna, present dog, lovely white, yeah. Swiss Shepherd, was there. And... um very sort of together, very successful, mm. all going right in her life, seemingly. And she sat down on the sofa and basically it was like Luna gave the reading because she she patted Luna uh-huh. and burst into floods of tears. And she said, I just don't really get the experience of unconditional love very much. And oh this my is, God. I know, and, and she was sobbing. And I thought, you know what, Luna should set up shop <laughs> Right. Kind of what they're giving uh-huh. is what people need, isn't it? Yeah. They just need that, ah, oh, it's all going to be all right. Yeah, you don't have, I think you, you forget that there should be an awareness about the unconditional love. And then you get a dog and, you know, my dog is not well behaved. She's Who's very the sweet. latest dog? Olenska, Ollie. Oh. Yeah. And uh, I tend to get dogs that are known to not be able to be trained. I get pugs. I also <laughs> had, a, had a timber wolf and, and Scar- Scarlet, but a timber wolf that I could train. I trained a timber oh, wolf, I love but, the wolf. But, you know, I couldn't train these pugs because they're just not going <laughs> to. It says so in the books. They're like, good luck. Yeah, they're yeah. independent. Best of luck to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, so I sort of also let her be her you know yes. um because i also you know like of, of course project all my stuff onto her and i'm like <laughs> why shouldn't i be allowed to be me and you know it's a very yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. gray gardens at this point over there, <laughs> you know <laughs> but um but it is a, a thing with it, dogs choose us as well you know but i do think houses in particular also because your house like i knew before you I've known you. Actually, I've known a couple of your houses. Three. I've You've been, known all of them, I think. Yes, but I've been in your houses before you even were aware you were going to buy them. That's because I knew creepy. Danny in the the one before this one. Yes, yes, I. He was a very dear friend of mine. And then when I came up to you, I'm <gasps> it's like, true. You're in, what? What are you doing in Danny's house? This is Danny's house, That's you know. So and then also, I had had a meeting at home with the writers who lived in... Melbourne House. Yeah, the Melbourne House. God. Way before you had ever... Like, there was no, nothing... Not even been there. That yeah. is... They weren't selling, you well, know? and we're sitting in a sound studio that I came to when I first came to LA for, like, two weeks and ran screaming because I was so freaked <laughs> out by it. But when I was 23 and there was a psychic... Before I was yeah. doing the psychic work yeah. and all that properly, yeah. um, who, who I saw, we are sitting in the same spot. Right. And this is probably, well, I, I mean, when I'm pretty sure I'm going to go back to Europe for a bit. Yeah. And so this is like an extraordinary kind of beginning, middle end. Yeah. With this I think now talking about all of there this. Is something, there is something to that right now, mm. you know. Um, also, if you're listening out there, and these are good stories, I have to say. These are like... <laughs> These are Lucinda's stories, and she, like, this is so me, and she's going to be like, oh, Camilla, stop. Go so, on, which one? I might get you no, to tell it. Go no, no, on. no. I am just going to say that, you know, she's also a writer and has oh. written a great book and a very funny, like a very charming, funny book on this and also should be making a show about this, know. you know? So that's just me as her friend, her pushy, <laughs> pushy friend, uh, because that's what I'm like. I'm like that, you know, fairy godmother that you're like, Please 
God in heaven, make her not come no, over because she's going to start a project. <laughs> and so, so I, uh, I just want to say that that um, this is really tr- this is true. This is like the true stuff. And also, should you have a house? <laughs> don't have to talk about it. Not, you don't have to talk about your friend. But should you be concerned? Should you be, you know, you go into a house, if you're looking for a house, you go into the most beautiful house you've ever seen and you're like, oh, let me get out of here. There's something, you know. Uh, so I, this is what Lucinda does. And there's going to be a lot of people asking for this because it's also a wonderful service to yourself. Yes. And also that you don't the have housing. to tell other people about if you're, do you know what I mean? Well, also the housing market is in a interesting moment isn't it where things are selling hand over fest at the same time it's like ghosts are the now the realtors i think you know it's like (laughs) everything is a mess you know um but um but i also wanted to quickly ask you do you have websites do you have handles i know this is no 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 perfect yes i do um i also recently ish uh made a cd that's called voyage through the chakras i even told you about this no oh, for god's sake i i got together with an amazing composer yuval ron and we I actually think you got, told me about it when you, you started it yes and and we got long listed for a grammy which is i, I to me is completely Wait, hilarious this is why she's really hard to talk. like i've known her for <laughs> 20 years and so this is like she buries the lead in a way that's like a little ghost (laughs) so people could listen to that on Spotify and etc etc but it's good because I think it calms and we've got musicians from all over the world and Who's the guy? God, I'm really embarrassed. I can't remember now. Well, there was an Indian, not him. There's an Indian Himalayan (laughs) master. Him, I remember, who does this. You know, he's got a lovely foundation called the Adiatmic Foundation. And uh, he he very kindly sort of chants on it a little bit. We've got musicians from all over the world. Yuval Ron is the composer. Um, So if everyone's feeling fretting and, you know, nervous, that's just a service people can listen to. and I have www.lucindaclare.com. Um, and I'm just sort of starting to try to learn to tweet. Can I and just say something else that's absolutely, totally random? Absolutely. I'm wondering if our lovely sound engineer is listening. Do you see this around my neck? It is an amethyst Ganesh. And I put this on. Four years ago, when I was in Rishikesh in India, uh-huh. as you are, when the last election happened. And somebody said to me, Trump has just been elected. And I roared with laughter and said, oh, of course not. Right. He said, no, 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 really, he has. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to put this Ganesh on and I'm not taking it off for four years until we have a new president. And as we sit here, we are wondering if we do. So I just don't know if it's time yet. If, to, if, to, to if turn. it goes in the direction that we we think. I, I think uh, it's going yeah, to. Then who can you thank? Lucinda. <laughs> you can, no, seriously. This is just this is just like that thing of like like prayers come in many ways, you know? Mm. And sometimes you have it around your neck and you know, like I do think that that's like if you believe. <laughs> like that is the the thing about if you believe then things have value, you know? Mm. Um mm. so I just I absolutely believe that and I also think you should probably be the one to I will be congratulating later um, but we'll you have, have Twitter are you Lucinda Claire on Twitter I think so yes yeah. do you have an Instagram Facebook God, my, my 11 year old might be able to help you oh, with yeah that. I know yeah, yeah not, that, not that you need it because you have other ways of communicating I had to say that but no, I, you know it's very silly it. um, and I have known you for so long that you I can, can say yeah, it, I can darling. say that you can say it um, so I just am so glad you came in and talked Thank about you it so much, because Miller. she does do other things. Like this is, you know, she does a lot of voiceover. She creates stuff. She writes brilliantly <laughs> and she acts brilliantly. And, you know, she went to like acting schools in London that are, you know, <laughs> you know, the real deal. So that's why I wanted to make sure that people <laughs> really understand what like the whole psychic thing is something that's just she's been chosen for you know I I just want to say something very Mm -hmm. quickly about Camilla (laughs) I just I just want to say there are so there are so few people who have Camilla's radiant physical beauty and extraordinary spiritual heart few people have helped me in LA more than you did Really, like hours of conversations and coffees together and our mm. dreams and our 
Liz, and you, what's so interesting is you are the real deal. I've really learned now that just because someone's wearing an orange robe or a you know thing <laughs> yes. or chanting into the night does not necessarily mean they're the people who show up with food when your husband's sick or they're the people right. who will do lovely things. Yeah. And you are that person. Ah, oh, thank you. And she herself is an extraordinarily brilliant writer. So. Oh, thank you. No, I just, I think that, you know, like, again, the the... You know, your energy finds your people for you. I do think, you know, like whatever, like the people are supposed to. And some of them then have to go. <laughs> um, just like the houses. The houses, I oh, believe a true. lot of time find you. I, I watch developers buy a piece of land and then be like, what? You know, know. because the house is not ready yet, you know. Yes. And so so I know we got into that part of it. But I, I do want to talk about that because we are also very into the very serious part of real estate a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, but this is to me also the real estate because because this is the foundation of your real estate on an emotional level. That's true. You have to be able to be happy in your house. Yeah. You have to be able to find, oh, I can sit here and I'm fine for a minute if that's as long as it gets for you. No, and you I, know? I, I'm just going to add very, very quickly one of the other things that has been, just for anyone who's listening, that has been amazingly helpful is across the board. I mean, I love working with people from all different religions because to me if you start with you know mine's better than yours therein lies trouble right but and I was talking to a love lovely Christian Korean family who who I know and they were sad because they couldn't go to church because of COVID and I said you know you can put a candle and they know I'm psychic and they're Mm -hmm. fine with it thank god you know (laughs) I said you could put a church up and sort of opposite to calling in or allowing kind of let's just say negative energies floating around the place who are lost you can, of course, and many religions have talked about this for years, bring in the ancestors. You know, I mean, I mean the Buddhist yeah. chant that I do in the morning, the Namiya yeah. Rengiko, Namiya Rengiko, that one. That there's a, you know, I feel often the ancestors around me when yeah. I'm doing yeah. it. You know, yeah. pray for them. The lovely Vedic meditation, yeah. you know, that we do that as well. But but there's the blessings of feeling that your ancestors are watching over you as well. So there is the idea of the positive ghost as well as yeah, creepy, like, creepy. We're, we're still here and we're still gonna celebrate Christmas and we're still gonna do yes. the yeah. It's like it's like that thing of of there's somebody around you. Like people are watching, which yeah. which is a good thing, you know. Um, so. I love you so much and thank I you so much too. for coming. This is this has been extraordinary and of, of course now my energy is like on <laughs> 5 million kinds of, you know, it's going to be interesting walking down Melrose after this. But um I love you and thank you so much and um listeners find her because this is this is serious stuff. So thank you. <laughs>